Trauma and laughs contains topics that might be unsettling or triggering for some individuals. Listener discretion is advised as these episodes can sometimes be graphic in nature. Our goal for this podcast is to shed light on dark topics with a few laughs in between. We hope that you enjoy the show. It's Traumaraudery. <laughs> on Discord to like sign in because my Discord was signed out and I couldn't remember my, um, my password. And so I was like, oh, fuck, like, how do I do this? And so then I saw that it had a QR code and I like tried to, it's stupid. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I'm in. I'm good. Andrew, can you write a song about Discord being a bitch? Discord being a bitch. I don't think it's Discord's fault. I think it's like... User error. Go. The error is between this... The song's called The Error is Between the Seat and the Keyboard. It goes like this. Melanie can't use the computer. And I can't help her. I like how he assumed it was me, Amanda. (laughs) What? He assumed what? He assumed it was me. The uh, the I was the one with the error. Oh, oh was it? Amanda? It was Amanda, but oh, you know what? It's fine. I'm used to n- messing up. It's cool. The fact that he thought it was you and not me is, I mean, thanks for the credit. I'll be the live band for like. <laughs> <episode>. <laughs> Andrew's gonna be like every time we make a make a joke, he's gonna be like, dun dun. All right. Absolutely oh, ridiculous. Yeah. I hate Discord. <laughs> I was about to start singing. Oh, sorry. I can't. Uh, no, no. I lost it now. I don't have the mojo anymore. Are you done with this? Because my voice, huh? No, it's because you guys have to do your thing. And no, and Andrew just it. didn't like my singing, so he's running oh. away. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, anyways, it's nice I, to see your beautiful face. Oh, they, I think that thank you very much that you think I'm beautiful. I mean, I don't know. I can, do, do you need a closer look? Because literally, <laughs> for real. This is the time where thank you... Thank you, though. You look gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Do I, Amanda? Do I? Do you fucking see this face? Can we just do a thing where we just pretend that we're actually beautiful on the podcast? Like, no one needs to know that we look like rats, okay? <laughs> I think that they need to think that I'm beautiful because, you know, I obviously don't have a voice for radio. So, <laughs> like, I need to have something else going for me. <laughs> same, though. Same. Anyways, how was your day today? I love your hair, though. Like, oh, yeah. I keep thinking I want to, like... Like, I want to dye my hair darker, and then every single time I, I think I'm going to, I'm like, nah. And the reason why, and the only reason why is because I have... Hold on one um, second. There's, like, a really weird thing that just happened. Okay, keep going. You said the only reason why what? That you haven't? <laughs> Do that again. What? <laughs> well, like, it went... I don't oh even my know. God, my I... vibrator's not on, right? You're on that. <laughs> Every time. Oh, okay. I, okay. I always Just lead for in. a second. I no, listen. That my hold on. I always do this thing where I'm like, all right, you left here. Let's keep going. And then you make a fucking joke. That's too good to edit out. <laughs> so I can, now I'm going to have to like keep in the weird drrr, drrr noise. Do you have that with your vibrators sometimes that you like, <laughs> you turn 
like you put away you turn on you put away your vibrator <laughs> and like mine's in the closet and you're sitting the, the lap you're sitting the you're, the laptop is on top of that closet and so like I know that my vibrator sometimes just like it'll like the closet will move and my vibrator will accidentally get turned on so when you were like drr, drr, I was like oh shit <laughs> so I had the headphones on <laughs> like, so it, like accidentally get turned on I need to check that and yeah my vibrator has a mind of its own yeah I mean you accidentally get turned on huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was a good one we we're adults we're in our 30s um oh well, man yeah so um yeah so you know, but no, guys, this is going to be a really serious. This is a this is a serious episode today. No. This is a serious episode because I pick my nose. <laughs> That's how serious it is. Vibrators and nose picking yeah. in our thirties. That's where we are. That's where we start. Yeah. This. Um. No, but what we wanted to discuss. Well, for, okay. Before we get into it, like, how are you doing? Oh, I was thinking, how am I actually doing? No, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm actually doing really good. Um, I went to my physical therapist like last week. Nice. And um, she was like, yeah, I, I asked her to just go easy on me because she has been hurting me a lot. <laughs> I was like, will you please just go easy because <clears throat> my back and my legs have been hurting like a lot. I was in like an extreme amount of pain all of a sudden. Yeah. As if it was like, it felt like the first week when I first had it. So I asked her to go easy on me and instead she was like, yeah, I'm sending you back to um, your physician to be checked first. Like you need to, um, <laughs> you need to have an MRI done and so you know me. Okay, well, can we just really start this all over? Because I feel like I do not know what is wrong with us right now. But this is not how things are supposed to go. I don't know what's going on. I was. I don't know why. I don't know why I do the things that I do sometimes. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. No. I just. I have yeah. to go back for an MRI. That's it. I have to go back, and I got like good medication. For those days where it's like horrible and I can't sleep. Nice. So or I can't like walk or. So, yeah, I mean, it's going. Things are good. How are what's new with you? How are you? Uh, how how are you really feeling right now? Uh, I'm actually really tired. I took my medication too late last night. Like I switched it over instead of taking it in the morning. So I'm taking it at night. And I took my medication at like 11 last night which is terrible I should not have done that so I'm just like very groggy this morning actually it's like in the afternoon and I'm like just now kind of starting to wake up um actually before we started to podcast I was like I'm gonna lay down for like 40 minutes and then 12 o'clock rolled around and I was like god damn it <laughs> like I guess I'll get up I have those days where I'm like I just want to lay down for just like a half an hour yeah yeah, no, Andrew and I, when we don't have Kaylin, we definitely nap. Like, we are nappers. Um, But it's good, though, because I feel like we, we get our nap in, and then we wake up, and we're really productive. And, like, yesterday was a really productive day. We just spent, like, 
Um, we went to Lowe's and we grabbed some things for the backyard that he needed for the um, hot tub that he's building. And I just, I wrote, I was writing, I'm writing a book right now. Um, I always have some kind of weird project going on, but because my, my wrists are so bad lately, um, I can't do any other kind of work. So I'm like, well, like, why not just write? So I'm writing. Um, and that's been going pretty good. Uh, and yeah, um, other than that, thanks. How are your wrists? They're, they, like, do you, go ahead. I was, I was wondering like how bad, <clears throat> like how bad you are. Like, do you, in the, like, in the middle of the night, do you wake up or in the morning, do you wake up with like really swollen hands, like fingers? Like, um, do, do they swell up? They, they did before, like when I was still painting and drawing and stuff, they would, they would definitely like, I'd wake up and my wrist would hurt and my fingers would feel swollen. Lately, what I have is I'll wake up and my, my left hand will feel like numb, like it, like I slept on it yeah. weird and tingly. Yeah. So my left hand, which is weird because like, you know, I obviously don't draw or anything with my left hand, but I think just have whatever it is, it's in both of my wrists and I have to take breaks from, from projects. So like, I really want to work on, you know, we talked about creating our own thing, we, you know, and, uh, I yeah. haven't been able to draw. Um, so I've been trying and I don't like not being productive. Like that's something that I really like can't, I don't like spending my day not being productive. So that's why I've been writing lately. I feel f- so fucking attacked by you right now. <laughs> why? <laughs> like I hate not being productive. I'm like, that is all I do. If you ask me like, what are you excelling at at this moment? I'd be like, not being productive. <laughs> I am excelling at that shit. Well, at the moment, I mean, there are definitely days where I don't do anything. I'm not. I'm. You know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not perfect, and I and I definitely have my days where I like would rather just sit and watch. Like we've been watching Stargate lately, so we're just <laughs> being nerds on the couch. Um, but you know, I do try really hard to be productive, and I think you do too. I think you don't give yourself enough credit. Plus, you have like two kids, and you know life (laughs) so life yeah life that's a thing yeah no I mean I no I'm pretty good at um I used to be really productive and I think I just I'm not that much anymore because I can't do a lot but that's that's and and not only that like American horror story the coven oh my god it's so good right it's so fucking good I know I was like I'm literally watching it for the second time within six months so good it's just really good like i i know it's not you know as a as a practicing witch it's not it's not like real no (laughs) but i feel like i feel like some of the concepts and the ideas behind it are really awesome the one thing that i want to note about the coven is that they get uh they they call baba legba in the show, they call him Baba Legba, but that's not Baba Legba. Um, I think we've talked about this on the podcast Yeah, and the before. reason the reason why is because there was this, and I, I feel like we should probably talk about it another time, but there was this I girl. I think we talked about it. The girl. Yeah, yeah, I think we've talked about it. No, I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. Like, I like I really want to, but I feel like I want when we talk about it, I'd like to talk about it with someone that, like, knows the story a little bit more intimately, but... Anyways, Baba Legba is a actually very like sweet 
um, energy, sweet, sweet spirit. Uh, who they were portraying was um, Baron Shemdi. And I feel kind of, sc- I'm like a little scared saying his name because that's not, you know, uh, it's not like the kind of energy I really want to invoke right now. But, um, but yeah, so that God, was. You are so weird. Like last week, you're like dolls that are haunted and Ouija boards and shit. And then you're like, oh, I don't like saying this name. Well, I'm not, I don't practice voodoo. Like voodoo is a whole, that's a closed practice. So like, I'm a little bit weary of that because it's not some, I feel like as a white bitch, I should not be like. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's not it's not my place to say. Right. Is it like is just by saying his name? Because if that's if that's the case, then shut the fuck up when I'm around. Don't say shit. <laughs> I think it's more like if you invoke them or if you're calling upon that energy. And I'm not. I'm just explaining to you. OK. The, the person that they portrayed in the show is actually not the correct person that they were portraying with who they were portraying was Baron Shemdi, not Baba Legba. But anyways, that's that's neither here nor there. The reason why that comes up is because there was this girl, um, Kat Reston, who, <clears throat> um, I mean, I don't know the full story, but essentially from, from what I gathered from Twitter and from my own research on it, um, she and her girlfriend broke up. They had kind of like a they had like a, a tumultuous relationship and um, she was asking about like binding spells. And so she posted on her Twitter uh, like using a voodoo doll or like a like a little poppet, which looks like dolls. And people took it as her people took that as her like um, trying to curse this ex of hers Um who was a black girl and Kat Reston is a, is a white person. And so everyone was like, you know, she's a white bitch, like, like practicing voodoo. Like it's not her place. It's a closed practice. Um, in reality, you use poppets, those dolls for binding spells. So that's really what she was doing. She was just trying to, to cut ties with this person, which is awesome that we're talking about this right now, because essentially what she was doing is she was trying to keep this person away from her spiritually um, because she just wanted to cut ties with them. And a few days after she did this, she passed away. Um, and the circumstances in which she passed away were really weird. A few days before it happened, she said that she had seen Papa, Papa Legba talking to her, her infant, her daughter, I think. And, um, she was really like weirded out by it. But, um, and then she said she was a little scared, I mean, I don't think that she knew, like, I don't, I don't think that she was saying that she was, that she saw Baron Shemdi. I think that she definitely saw Baba Legba because of the pictures that she was showing, but everyone took it as, oh, she messed with this voodoo stuff. So of course she's now cursed. And, um, yeah, then a few days later she died. Like my personal opinion on it, I don't think that that's true, um, I don't think that she like got like that she brought it upon herself because of you know just my own knowledge of like binding spells and stuff. I think it was so. Sorry if this is like too much information throwing I'm throwing at you, but yeah, <clears throat> my own personal belief is that like I think she was that she had someone bringing something to her or or pushing something at her. That's my own belief. 
Um, yeah. No idea that she, that it was because she was trying to like. Yeah. So her and her girlfriend leave somebody who was like toxic yeah that was i knew that it was because of a friend but i no, did not her understand that it was her her ex her ex-girlfriend who she was trying to she she was binding her and so she used a poppet and sometimes poppets are seen as voodoo dolls and so it i guess and but you know even in the picture that you can I think see that that's yeah. No, I think that that's like one of the things from American Horror Story that I do like is that they do show like they do talk about, you know, um, uh, like Delphine Laulori. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They do talk about that, which is really I think that that's something that definitely should be known, like what happened, what went on. And then also the fact that um, they're kind of like out there in the open with like voodoo and witchcraft and like where it came from and like you know what originated from what and I think that's kind of cool so it's not I'm not trying to say that like all of it is accurate because 99% of that shit is not accurate at all no. but I do love the fact that it just kind of brings that to light it's, to light it's, in it yeah there's... I did not know about the papa I, the baba legbra the whatever yeah. it's called I I did know some of it because I know that we've I know I thought that we talked about it before on the we podcast. Have talk- I do know that we've talked about it before. Yeah, I don't think we've talked about it on a podcast that we like released. If we have, I'm sorry for like rehashing it. But no, no, no. Um, I think what it was was that you knew somebody, and because a lot mm-hmm. of the things that you're saying right now, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I don't actually remember you telling me. So yeah, there was someone from the witchcraft group. Uh, Facebook group that I was talking to, and I had asked him if he wanted to come on a podcast. The, the podcast I worked on previously um (laughs) which is so funny like we keep talking about these subjects of like because the subject that we wanted to talk about today was um like ending toxic relationships uh and friendships and friendships and relationships in any such way yeah exactly family friends a, a significant other yeah um, it can also be like work related, whatever, whatever yeah. relationship you have with someone that just isn't good for your mental health, like getting away from that and, um, it being okay to do that. And I feel like this year for me, um, I've ended so many friendships. I've ended so many relationships, um, that, you know, I've, I, I, there was a point in time where I would feel guilty about it, but I'm just, I don't anymore. I'm just, I'm at a point where I just want positive people around me and people that only want the best for me. And, you know, there are a lot of shady snake-like people out there and, um, yeah. So this, this, this episode is for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No, for real. I do think that, um, the reason why that you start to that's that is it like we've talked about like the self-love self-care all that kind of stuff yes um we've talked about that a little bit lately and I I think that when you start to see that when you start to like see what you're worth you start to set boundaries um that's when you will I think just I think it's just like a the next step or, or I'm not going to say the next step. It's more like it's a, it's a, what you will see then is that you will start to see people falling away. Your yeah, circle is going to, to get, get smaller, you know, much smaller mm-hmm. because you're not 
dealing with the shit that you you know have been dealing with for a while yeah and i think that i think it's kind of like a i'll put it in the way of like a spring clean like you get to the point where you have like all these people around you right Mm -hmm. um like how you have been doing is you you get to this point where you have all these people around you and then it's like like cleaning your house spring cleaning you start to like look through your closets or in your you know in your yeah in your i attics mean or, exactly you know you think about Ostara. you start to see things yeah yeah so that's the same thing that you've been doing and i think that that's also um i think that's something that a lot of people need to do just reevaluate you know, who you have around you, especially when you're not feeling well, but yeah. also some, some other people I think like just don't, they, they don't really know when to press the button on yeah. other people. Yeah. I think it can be hard. I, I, you know, ending relationships, ending friendships in general is very difficult. Like it's a, di- And especially those ones that you've had for years, you know? Um, Yeah. And I've gone through that myself. People that I've known in person for a very long time um, that just didn't align with, like, their their beliefs or the way that they acted or how they behaved just wasn't in alignment with how I felt at the time or um, the kind of energy that I needed around me. And so you just have to make that, choice for yourself you know to look at a situation and say this isn't good for my mental health this is this person isn't good for me right now and and yeah I think that can be really really tough I think um I think just even recognizing it sometimes is really hard sometimes you don't realize that someone's really bad for your mental health until you get you're like faced with it you know I think also sometimes that like it's just um you don't even notice it until somebody it like until somebody else like shows you like hey that's not cool what they're doing yeah. or you'll get to a point where you I I, th- I think that's one of the first things if you if you don't know if somebody's toxic I think one of the first signs that someone is toxic because somebody can be toxic in so many different ways there are yeah. so many ways someone can be toxic yeah um even in a positive way there's literally toxic positivity so i'm yeah. trying to say if you don't know if you're like not sure if you walk away from a conversation with someone and you feel drained mm-hmm. you do not feel in any way better you're starting to feel worse you feel drained you feel um you know, not good about yourself. You know, speaking of then, drained, I have drained my cup of all the wine. So I'm going to take a second. I'm going to insert some music, some lovely music that Andrew has created for us like a while back. And I'm going to go grab some wine. And you please just, you know can what? you just put a pin in your thought really fast? So that way you can kiss it was such a good, but it was also just like I needed to use that for the drainage of my cup. Okay. You go ahead. I think I'm going to grab some wine, too. <gasps> getting wine together. Get I'm actually wine not together. getting wine. I think I'm going to get sours with um, 7-Up, but... doesn't. Ma- I'm still going to say it. I'm going to say you're getting wine. That's how we're leaving yeah. it. All right. Cool. We're <laughs> going to get back. wine. What the fuck did you just send? I sent a uh, a link 
too. Um, toxic positivity. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> toxic positivity. That's not what okay. I, that. No, it's ending. How to end a toxic relationship? Toxic relationship or friendship or just anything? I think it just means like. Is it? I feel like they're the same thing. Are they not? Yeah, I think that right. If you say relationship to me, I think right away like everything that it that it encompasses. Correct. No, I think of like a boyfriend, husband, girlfriend, someone that you are in a romantic relationship with. And actually what it is, is it's all encompassing because a relationship is a relationship that you can have with anybody. So I need to like get that through my thick head. No, I mean, for me, Um, I see relationship as like, because you have a relationship with coworkers, you have a relationship with your friends, you have a relationship with, you know, your partner's family so like that's kind of like how how i view it yeah i i agree i think that um there's so many like toxic like i don't i think the problem that i have is i know that i have like toxic traits i think everybody does there are some things that i do that are toxic no everyone and i saw this yeah i saw this um i saw this not like a meme but I, i saw something and somebody was saying like if you look at it if you look at the things that you did, like that you do that are considered toxic and you don't say like, I have toxic traits that I need to like fix. If you look at it like, okay, it's a coping mechanism that I did because of X, Y, and Z, you know, when I was a kid or in that relationship or whatever. And you look at it like that, like it was a coping mechanism. I did it to my body did that. My brain did that to survive um, and you kind of like look at it from that way. It's easier to forgive and change. Well, okay. So you sent me because I saw that you you had sent me nine ninety four TikTok video. Not let, can we just say that again? Ninety four TikTok videos. I didn't know that you but, sent me. So I went. I went. Did to, you? I watched them. Uh. Uh-uh. Did you, you watched them. When was the last, when was the date from the first one? Because that was probably like accumulated in the last like month and a half. Because I'm almost never on TikTok Exactly. Well, like you have to think about it. I actually haven't been active on TikTok since I started my medication really. So like it's been at least two months. Um, But I (laughs) went to, you're like, oh, we should interview this person. I sent you videos from his TikTok. But anyway, so I watched the videos, 94 videos. (laughs) today she really that like exclamation mark exclamation i'm gonna i'm gonna be posting that shit on my uh toxic behavior what no i'm kidding Uh, it's because i wasn't checking it it's okay it's okay Amanda's trying to claim me (laughs) no 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 like andrew always says it too he's like i sent you a tiktok and you didn't even look at it or and i'll be like no no i looked i i go on i look at your messages and then that same day i'll send him the, the video he sent me and he was like this is how i know that you don't look at my videos you literally yeah. sent me the same video that i sent you i literally got called out on that yesterday by pascal he was <laughs> like you just sent me the video i was like i'm sorry yeah you get so sucked up in like your for you page that you forget to look at like what other people are sending for you <laughs> so yeah but anyways there was this video that you had sent me and the girl was talking about how um i think you probably remember like like what is your toxic behavior 
And then what is your love language? So it took me a little bit to figure it out, but I totally figured it out. So like my toxic trait is I stonewall when I'm upset. I Mm -hmm. shut down. I don't want to talk. I don't want to touch. I want anything. If you've pissed me off, I fucking don't want anything to do with you. And I just want to be by myself so I can like be in my miserable zone and I just sit there and I'll sit there all day long. I will sit there all day long unless like someone pulls me out or if I finally feel like, okay, I'm hungry. I guess I should eat. You know what I mean? Like I'll sit in bed for days unless something pulls me out of it. But my love language is words of affirmation (laughs) and touch. (laughs) So, Yeah. So are you the same? I, I am. I think I talked to you. I think I've talked to you about that. This, what was it like yesterday or something? I was telling you that like both you and I are, we're horrible. As soon as we are upset with someone like our significant others or, you know, or anybody else like in the family or whatever, we, um, you and I are both very, very similar. Um, hmm similar what'd you say yeah we're very similar in that we just don't want don't talk to me like i will tell you like okay i'm fucking upset like this is why you piss me off this is this is what i'm feeling this is how i think and then i will walk away leave me alone don't talk to me just leave me the fuck alone i don't even get that far i don't even get to the point where i can say what's upsetting me like something will happen like the thing will happen and then i shut down like that's me like, I don't even get to the point where I'm like, this is, this was upsetting. Uh, no, I just, it happens and I go, that sucks in my brain. I'm like, that, that sucked. And at first it'll be like, that, that did suck. That was, that was not so nice. And then my brain will go, that was fucked up. <laughs> go <Exactly>. lay down <laughs> all day <laughs> <lay> long. Down. <laughs> Cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> don't go talk to anyone. <laughs> you don't it's deserve horrible. love. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I get to the point where I'm like, I can't function. Like, I literally don't know how to function. And yeah. then I get so wrapped up in my brain. Like, am I, am I being crazy? Am I being wrong? Am I being overdramatic? Am yeah. I? So then I get so stuck in my own head that I cannot, I literally cannot talk to you at that point. At that point, I cannot converse with you you're literally because you're speaking my same language (laughs) right yeah so I have that I really have that and I do know that um you know stonewalling can be that is a that is an actual um sorry for interrupting you but that's a no go ahead um you know and I only realized that it was this after I started dating Andrew because just the way that he presented it to, presented it to me was so like, oh, wow, that is very toxic. And actually, that's an abusive um, trait. And it can be very abusive to your partner when you're doing it because especially the way that I am, like I said, something will happen. And instead of verbalizing how I feel, I just cave within myself. And typically, I'm by myself. And, and Andrew will feel ignored. He'll feel like, he, he doesn't know how to navigate how I'm feeling because I'm not I'm not talking to him. Um, that like if I do come out to eat or drink, I have a look on my face like I hate him. You know, there are just things that like you don't realize that you're out, outwardly projecting because you're caved within yourself. And so that's something that oh. I've 
I've been very you don't aware work of... on that face before you walk out because I almost look in the mirror to make sure that I have the right See, face on so that he knows he fucked up. There's before no, I... no, no, I'm, I'm like, kidding, I don't. I'm <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> You're like, I really want to like, I just want to dig it in. No, no, I'm not like that. No, it's it's more like I'm just so sad that like I don't realize that like I look like death <laughs> when I walk out. I'm just like, fuck you. But not, no, it's not really I, like I that. I get it. it it's it, bad. I think, and that's why I was trying to say like, so you can have, you can have toxic traits. Yeah, exactly. But it. It also depends, like, that's why I always say, like, own up to your own shit, you know, yeah. try to try to think, okay, what can I change? There are definitely things that I know that I have to work on. That's why I am in therapy. I mean, but, but that's how you can tell, like, if someone sees themselves and sees their behaviors and say, and they can say to themselves, you know, I was wrong for doing X, Y, and Z this is a problem that I have. I need to work on it. Like that is you actively taking responsibility for your behavior. Most of the time, the people that we are trying to disconnect from are not people that are taking those same actions. Most of the time, and I'm not saying all the time, but most of the time, the people that we are trying to keep ourselves from are people that look at themselves and they say, I'm not the problem. You're the problem. I don't see what I did wrong. I just see how you reacted. And yeah. that's that is that is a toxic person. A toxic person does not and that's how you differentiate some like I'm not trying to say that we're right and they're wrong, you know. And everyone no, not every, at all. everyone's perspective is different um from a situation, but more often than not, you know, the person that decides to end a friendship is the person that is looking at the situation and saying they're not they're not seeing their behavior. They're not seeing what they did to make me react this way. They're not owning up, you know, um, to their wrongdoing. And that's fine. You don't have to. And that's what's great about ending a toxic relationship is that you can say, I noticed this. And for me, it's just the time for me to take myself away from the situation. It has nothing to do with you. And how you feel about yourself, it has everything to do with me and how I'm deciding to live my life right now. And I think when you end a, when you end a toxic relationship, it should be about that. It shouldn't be about the person. It should be about how you feel, your personal beliefs. Like, you know, if, if that's someone that you want to keep in your life, then you, you keep them in your life. But if you feel like they're not, you know, contributing in the way that you need right now, then you should, you know, you should be more than... Uh, I, I would say at least like, if you have talked to them, yeah. if you have talked to them, if you have spoke, if you spoke, if you have spoke, I, I almost had a complete Dutch English weird ass <laughs> fucking thing. I don't even know what happened there. Um, wait, did you talk out? Did you talk yes. out the situation? Oh God. If you have, if had you a, have, ne, ne, if ma, you have had a conversation. Ma, eerst in Nederlands. Do my eerst in Nederlands and dan Als je al een keer hebt uitgesproken. Yeah. But if you've said it, if you have um yeah. if you have spoken with them and told them like look what you are doing to me makes me feel this way yeah. or makes me feel that way and I don't like it, it's hurting me. If that other person is so inconsiderate that he or she does it again. Mm -hmm. Or um they 
just don't you know you guys just don't see eye to eye and it it's not also just something like somebody else does it can also just be that a person has um you know has different beliefs than you or they have started to do something that you don't agree with and it just doesn't you know it doesn't line up with what you had, want in your life or how you want to yeah. be in your life and it can be as simple as that it can be i have literally walked away from friendships um where and i know that some people might like I, you know what come for me i don't care if I see, I've I've walked away from multiple friendships because of how they treat their kids. Yeah. If I see you treating your kid in a way that I think is abusive in any form, I will call you out on it. Yeah. And if you then um, keep up around me, I cannot, and I cannot be around it. Like it is just too much. It triggers me. I don't want to be around it. So I have walked away from those friendships. No, I know. It might I'm... be legal what you're doing, mm-hmm. but as far as I'm concerned, it shouldn't be. It, it shouldn't be. So I'm just done and I'll walk away. I know people that have um, have stopped being friends with someone because they, um, you know, they became religious. Yeah. And they just didn't believe in what they were doing and so they had to talk with them and was like hey you know this is just how I'm feeling sometimes you just grow apart I would say like in a way that you know one person's going on one way and you're just going another and that's just the way that it is yeah but if you have talked to a person about what they're doing and they still keep doing it then you don't need to have another conversation with them. You right. can ghost them. Yeah. At that point, you can just be like, I'm done. I was literally about to say, there are definitely relationships that, you know, require a conversation and um, for you to give them reason, like, you know, yeah. give them give them like an understanding as to why you've decided to end this relationship. Th- those relationships exist and... Um, those people definitely deserve that. There are also people that just don't deserve it at all. Uh, for example, I just ended a bunch of relationships over the past like two days <laughs> because I found out that these people that I thought were my friends were talking shit about me. So I just block all of them. I'm not, I'm not like, those are people that are not in my life. They're, they don't affect me personally. They're just people that I communicated with. They were in the Twitter community that I really, you know, enjoyed, I enjoyed them. I thought we were all cool. Um, But then I found out, you know, a few days ago that they were literally just talking shit about me the entire time. And A, that's just not cool. Like, it's just not cool. I don't really care for it. I don't have the time in my day to give energy to people that, like, are not supporting me. So I just blocked them. I didn't give them a reason why. Um... You know, if they need a reason why they can message me, but until then, like, I just, I just don't care. And I feel like that, that's a part of self-care. Like if you know someone is just not there for your, for your benefit, they don't, you know, support you. They don't care about your well-being and they're actively like shaming your name. You can just fucking ghost that person. Just, they, you don't owe them anything. You don't. And I think that, but I think that that's also like so hard because you have people, because it kind of reminds me of like high school Mm -hmm. 
when you feel like you don't have any friends. And I think a lot of people put up with um, things for, for a multitude of reasons. I see it now, like my kids are, you know, um, they're preteens. And so I talk to a lot of mothers with preteens. And so it's already like starting up. Yeah. Um, or actually, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say it right now. Barry and Marietta, they're um, your, eight-year-olds. Hold on. So, so people have con- context. Your husband's brother and his wife. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're like Barry and My Marietta. brother and sister-in-law. Yeah. So my our niece, um, who's eight, you know, it's really sad. She's so quiet and she's so timid and... You know, she really just wants to fit in. She's the sweetest little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she is being bullied, and it's not, and it's not by like one or two, but it's like a whole group of kids. But the thing is, is like Marietta was saying, it's so sad because you can see at the same time that she really, really, really wants to just fit in. So yeah. she kind of looks up to them too. But I was telling, you know, I was telling Christian, and and you know that. A lot of the time, it's not really the thing of fitting in, but it's more like you are lonely and you don't want to have that yeah. that push away. You don't want to be rejected. Yeah. And so you're like, what am I doing wrong? And I think that a lot of people take that into adulthood. Yeah. And they're just like, I don't want to be rejected. I want to belong. But the thing is, is like, hey, you know what? When you really start to like, see what those people are doing and that it's not benefiting you in any way shape or form it's just it's just detrimental to your mental health that's when you know I think that's when you're like okay and you can you can shake it off I think getting to that point that you're like hey this is it's hard this is what they're doing yeah this is how I'm feeling about it it's hard like it's so interesting you talking about that because you know, like we were both bu- bullied as kids and um, growing up, especially like in college and stuff, like I-, I definitely had friends, but I never had like female friends. That was something that, and I never understood why. Like I, I didn't have female friends. I had one friend during college um, and I still feel like even though I had that one friend during college, it was just very difficult to uh feel adequate um to feel on the same level and i think it's because you know you go through you go through bullying and that kind of thing um as you come into your yourself and 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 that's sad too like you think about how you know around 14 15 even 16 like you're sort of building yourself up and you're trying to figure out like what your personality is like what you're into and you don't have girls, for me anyways, you don't have girls that you can identify with, people that like you connect with. And so you cave into yourself and you kind of find your own way and you kind of find your own thing to get in that you get into. Um, and now I'm 30 and I'm like, oh, I totally understand how this like 25 year old feels or I like now I'm talking to this like you know, 22 year old girl. And like, we have like the same personality. And so there, I almost feel like there's a disconnect, but I don't mind that. And so, you know, now, you know, looking at Kaylin and seeing how Kaylin is and how she reacts to 
to kids she she's been bullied you know she talks about bullying i think i talked about that on the last podcast and how she just doesn't she just you know when she was in school she wasn't really making friends um and i tell her this all the time it's like you, you know maybe maybe you're not the kind of person that is supposed to have tons of friends but you're supposed to make impactful meaningful friendships and they can be individual friendships yeah you know I think some people are like that. They they need those individual um, friendships and other people need like a shit ton of friends they're not really close with, mm-hmm. but, you know, only a couple that they're really close with. I'm definitely different. Yeah, same. You know that. I need, I need like meaningful, deep friendships and it takes me a long time before I call somebody a friend yeah exactly like I like I feel like we didn't even call each other like our best friends until I don't know like because you're you're literally like we talk about this all the time how like you're my person you know like our friendship goes so much deeper than just like sisterhood and friendship it's like we just connect on a a whole a whole different level and um and I don't think that that happens. Absolutely agree. I feel like that's very rare, which I feel like I'm very lucky to have someone in my life that's not only a sister, not only a friend, but just someone that like I can actually talk to. Like when I'm dealing with something like you totally get it. You get it on such a, a fucking weird level that like I don't think most people could, you know, I tell you like, oh, this happened and I'm making me feel this way and I don't know why. And you will reply with, a reason why I feel that way and I'll be like yeah exactly and like no one else <laughs> in life because this because we're the like we're I feel like honestly I feel like our souls are connected I feel like we were broken from the same soul from like fucking eons ago like that's how it feels I feel like we're the same person almost it's crazy yeah. because you'll be like Amanda maybe this and I'm like oh yeah <laughs> fuck you like, but i'm what? like but i'm like the annoying half of that personality you know what i mean like not at all <laughs> i'm the one that's like constantly cracking jokes like every single it's horrible yeah i like try to eliminate any kind of like seriousness at first yeah. because i'm like eh, it's just i don't want to go there but <laughs> i it's it's so hard for me but that's why also that i yeah. don't i cannot be around like and I feel bad for other people. I have some people that come into my life that really want to hang out with me. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that's great. You're a great person. Um, I don't have any like problem with you. There's no, it's not that you're, I just don't connect with you on a level that I need to, to be able to give you my time. Oh my gosh. And- I was, I'm sorry for like interjecting, but I feel like that about my therapist. Like, like I oh. like my site my site I keep t- I, oh I feel so bad I keep like tweeting like I'm like I wish my psychiatrist could just be my therapist but she's not she's the person that prescribes like medication but my therapist and I was trying to describe this feeling to Andrew the other day and I was like you know I just don't feel like I can like tell her my life story I don't feel like I can like give her my feelings I'm like I was stressed about Kaylin today can we talk about that? <laughs> like that's 
And she's a really yeah, but nice. You really? She's a really nice yeah, you lady. You need to have that. She's a really nice lady. My psychiatrist. I feel like I can tell her like my soul is connecting to your soul, and you're supposed to heal me. Please heal me. But but Please I can't. I, I can't do that with her because she's just That's like hilarious. she's. But she'll ask me. She's like, so how have you been doing? Um, okay, and how do you feel about that? And the way, just the way she says it, it's not like she says it any differently. Like, it could be the same sentence said by my, psych, my, my actual therapist, but when the, when my psychiatrist asks me, I feel like I want to break down in tears. And when my therapist asks me, I'm like, <laughs> I'm fine. Thanks. Yeah, but I feel like, <laughs> I feel like you should literally start looking for a different therapist then. Because, and it's just the way that it is. I... I feel bad though. Like this is me. Like this is how I work. I'm like I don't want to hurt their feelings, and I'll just deal with it. Yeah, but and I get that. And that's another thing is that I'm not going to say that you. Um, I'm not going to say it's toxic. Um, but you and I are very, very, very non-confrontational. Yeah. No, but that can. We be. will do anything to avoid having a conversation to hurt another person's feelings and. The reason why um, is because of how we grew up. We grew up of don't hurt that, that person's feelings. Yeah. Um, and it was our mother. Yeah. Mostly. But um, also definitely, you know, our, our stepfather and stuff. Like, you just didn't say anything. So we were very, we, it, we literally walked on eggshells and we tried not to get into any kind of conversations that were confrontational. Yeah. Because you knew it would lead to something else. Yeah. I, I think, think that people like us. Sometimes you need to have those conversations, though. Yeah, I guess. But, like, I don't, I just feel like I'm, I just, I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. I'm very uncomfortable with this conversation currently. So I'm just going to say, I think about it. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'll just, I'll think about it. We'll, t- we'll talk about it later. I'll text you or something. We're, we're, we're recording right now. I can't, I can't deal but with I this. Do- I do understand. I do understand it though. Like, I just I get like it. like when things get hard, when things get really tough, especially with people, my go-to is to run away. Like I just do like I'm like this sucked. I'm going to end this relationship. I'm going to run away. Um and I know that that is a toxic trait that I have. It's a coping mechanism. But I that's think- what I'm trying to say. Like if you have talked to somebody because sometimes it just takes a little while to see what you're doing you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it just takes a little bit but right if you are like at the point where you're like hey I'm gonna work on it you know I'm gonna go to therapy I'm gonna try to do this and it, it can be like little baby steps yeah. even I am going to try the next time to I don't know write a letter and say what's wrong with me you know then I don't have to say it face to face or if if you get to a point where somebody is telling you hey you're hurting me yeah and you're like well, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, this is such a toxic thing to say. And if somebody says this to you, please, please, like, know the signs. It's a red flag. But I'm sorry that hurt your feelings. Or oh. I'm sorry that your feelings got hurt. My, fa- I was just about to ask you, like, <laughs> like, or my favorite thing that my ex does is, well, fuck me, right? <laughs> or I guess I just won't say anything then. Yeah. I'll just shut my mouth then. I'll just I'll keep just, my mouth shut then. Exactly. I just won't say anything. Like, oh, that's not what we were trying to say. Like, we're just trying to talk to you about, like, what's happening. That's another thing is, like, people like us that have a hard time talking about it, 
or people, very sensitive people that already struggle with having conversations that are tough, when they decide to actually voice their concerns, toxic people tend to make you, like they'll gaslight you, they'll make you feel stupid, or they'll make you feel like you had no reason to voice what your concerns are. Like, um, they'll be like, oh, okay, well, I'm the villain, right? Or, well, you know, of course, of course you would see me that in that way, you know? You're they'll overreacting. Make, you're overreacting. It was, or, just a, it was just a joke. Yeah, it was just a joke. Or even worse, like they'll guilt trip you like, oh yeah, everyone thinks that I'm the worst person ever. And, or this always happens to me. I can't believe you're also like lumped into that group I can't believe that you're also that that kind of a person like it's either it's either they they get really defensive or they try to make you feel bad about it and both of those things are not productive and the way you can tell a friendship or a relationship can be salvageable is if you tell someone like hey you did this and you have a conversation about it in a way that's like okay the person goes I recognize that this happened and I want to better myself. For, I want to better myself for it, and I want to better the situation. How can I make you more comfortable next time? What can I do in this relationship, in our relationship, whether it's a, a partner or or just a friend? What can I do to make you feel more comfortable? How can I? How can we talk about this in a way that's going to be productive for for us? That's how you know that it is not a toxic relationship. If you are presenting an issue to somebody and they're like, this sucks. I can't believe you would even say this about me. I don't even understand like how this, how this came about. Whatever the case is, if they have, if they're defensive, that is your first sign that they're not going to be able to recognize that they did anything wrong. Um, I think, you know, I think that if you, my one tip would be like, if you are going to go talk to somebody about something that they did that hurt you. Yeah. Um, the number one thing that I have kind of learned is to not start with you did or um, yeah, so you it's don't, you. Yeah. Don't start with you did or you or I, you know, b- because you blah, 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 blah. Because it, what it does is it makes somebody their defensiveness shoot up. So if you start with, I felt exactly shitty yeah. because you did this, then it already kind of like makes them, it, 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 it makes I mean. the defense mechanism not come up so quickly. Yeah. But this is the thing, Amanda, like if you tell someone, if you, if you're using, I feel, or you make me, and it's making that person already feel triggered, like there's something wrong. For example, the other day, Andrew came up to me and he was like, hey, you do this thing that kind of makes me feel bad. I took that conversation and I was like, well, I'm sorry that I did that. Um, I won't do it again and I'll work on it. That is the difference. Like if you're telling somebody, I feel this way and it sucks and they immediately go to, well, fuck you. That's toxic. Like that is absolutely toxic. Yeah. If you're telling them like this is making me feel awful because of X, Y and Z and your reasoning is perfectly sound and they're just reacting negatively, that should be the biggest red flag for you that something needs. Yeah. Like I don't feel. But I think that 
I, a I lot mean, of yes, people see that though. Yeah, but I also feel and, like I feel like people are scared to 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 do that. Like I agree with you. Like maybe wording it would be would would be beneficial but in but in my opinion if someone reacts badly because you're saying like hey this makes me feel this way and they're already defensive it's like fuck that like why would you why would you want someone is already reacting terribly because of your because you're using i feel because you do like those things like those statements are more like if you say you did this yesterday and what i'm trying to say is if if you say that yeah most people will come off with well i did that because and yeah, if you defensive. say like De- yeah yeah like i had my reasons or i did this and, and, and i'm gonna be honest a lot of people just their reasons are bullshit but if you say like hey i felt blah 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 because this happened or because you did this as far as i'm concerned you know Cut out anybody that gives any type of feeling that does not make you feel good about yourself. Exactly. That's how I feel. That's end but of the story. the truth of the matter, yeah, it's end of story. But the truth of the matter is that some people are like, she's my, she's my only friend or he's my, um, you know, he's, he's my boyfriend or my husband or how am I supposed to do? And that's so hard for some people. And it's no, like, I understand. And I feel like you understand too. I understand that some people will look at the situation and be like, this is a person that I've spent so much time with. Like I had to cut out my, my best, best friend that I knew for years because he did something that was quite frankly, unacceptable. And he understood why. Like, I didn't even have to tell him. I ghosted him, and he knew what he did wrong. And that's how you know. Of course. Like, like. Yeah. You know. Exactly. But I think that that's, like, another thing is that um, that that's, if, if you get to a point where you're like, okay, this person is toxic. I don't want to be around them anymore. I've talked to them. I am going to ghost them. Yeah. Or I am going to block them. Or I'm not going to engage in conversation with that person anymore yeah it might also be somebody that you are around every single day which is a lot harder it could be a roommate that you're like i don't want to hang out with you anymore but i am still stuck with you Mm -hmm. there are ways to get around you know having to converse with someone or having to put yourself in the situation that you are with that person to where they can hurt your mental state or emotional state emotional well-being but the thing is Because when you get to a point where, and this is, I think this is what I run into most often, you know, what you had with your ex. Yeah. To where you get to a point where you're like, what am I doing wrong? I'm the one that's doing wrong. And you're trying to like, first of all, find excuses. Mm -hmm. And second of all, you, you know, for them, I mean, you're trying to find excuses for them. And then second of all, you're also like, but I don't dare. Yeah, and, exactly. And that, I'm sorry, the way you you word it is very no. Dutch. So like you don't you don't have the you don't have the balls to tell them like how you feel, basically. Yeah, or to at least to leave. So you could tell them, you know, like how I think a lot of the times with very toxic people, um, and I think that that's the biggest thing. People who are very toxic. So manipulators, and that oh, yeah. could be like the, a narcissist. Those are the those are really like when we get down to the nitty gritty of it. Like when we talk about uh, when we're talking about super toxic relationships, toxic people. 
those are the master manipulators, the people that don't that don't take therapy, that are not on any kind of medication for their um <laughs> for their obvious mental illnesses that they probably should be taking <laughs> exactly. medication for. Uh, th- those are the people that like you don't need to feel bad about if they are okay. If it comes to if it comes down to um. And I'm really sorry if this triggers anybody. I just saw this TikTok of a woman that had been with this guy for, I don't know, years. They had kids together. And I was shocked just just by swiping up on the video. Like the first thing I saw was like she had a bloody red eye and her whole face was purple and blue. And and I saw that one today, too. Yeah, you saw it. And she was crying because she just said she didn't understand how someone that she'd been with and how this person, you know, she's 30 years old. She didn't understand how she could be in this relationship with someone or and and be dealing with the situation with this person. Like, uh, you know, it happens. People react badly when they're mad, especially people that are not on medication when they need it, especially people that do not, you know, have therapy when they need it. Um And it could get worse. You know, she was just one person that I saw that was beaten by, you know, her partner. And that was someone that she trusted. They had problems. She saw, maybe she saw signs, maybe she didn't. Um, But that happens. That that is a toxic person, a, a person that gets to a point where they are physical with you and you tell yourself, hey, uh, it's not going to happen again. They're not going to be. And the physicalness can be, it can be as simple as them grabbing your arm. When someone's mad and they put their hands on you, that should be a sign. Like, take that as a red flag. It's not only like physical, but to, I mean, verbal abuse, Mm -hmm. when when you come down to it, like a, a person who is extremely, you know, horribly verbal, they're there are signs when you feel in your gut that this person is not a good person or what they're doing is hurting you. But I think that that's the, the problem. The way that I would put it is a manipulator. Oh, for sure. I'm sorry. I was just trying to find, I don't know if I have this, this, um, you were just saying like verbal abuse and stuff. There was, I'm so sorry for interrupting you, but it just made me, I'm so sorry. (laughs) There, there was this other TikTok that I saw, and I don't know if you saw it, but um, there was this girl, like, it was just flipping through, and I saw this girl that had makeup on both her eyes, but one of her eyes was like this, you know, like, her eye was completely, like, shut, and I was like, oh, like, maybe she was born with it or whatever, and so me being curious, I went through her entire TikTok to find out, like, because I'm sure someone, some asshole asked, and I'm like, I'm going to follow that asshole and figure out, like, what happened, um, I'm horrible. Like I'm also like a little. I'm a lurker. I'm a lurker. Horrible. It's awful. But anyways, I found out after a while of of flipping through that um, this woman was a domestic abuse survivor, and her ex had literally taken a machete to her face. So, um, yeah, I, 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 like j- just that. Can we just go back to that sentence? Like her ex took a machete to her face and her eye is now permanently shut because of it like like this like this is what she looks like now like one eye open one eye closed um 
because I'm she was trying w- not to laugh, but you look like a pirate. Well, I mean, like she she looked like, like a pirate too. You're like, but the really though, to say the way that you're putting your fans like. <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh. No, but it's one of those things. It's horrible. I've seen so many stories on TikTok about like people coming out and being like, my ex, my this. But I think that that's like everybody is going to say, well, like not my, you know, not my person. The thing is, is that that's what everybody says. They say he would never, they would never, she would never. The thing is, is that that is the problem. They will and they would. The I'm not trying to say that, you know, one little mishap will a machete become. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that. But will it? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> That's the it? problem. But it's fucking possible. Like, like, what, like. If how you many... know. Amanda, Amanda, we were going to do a true crime episode. And like Andrew and I watch a lot of true crime. And like some of the some. Oh, my God. Some of the men. And it's not women. It's not like women end up doing this. It's a lot of men. Some of the men that end up getting so fucking fired up because of X, Y, and Z reason, and then they just murder their wives. They're just dead. They just murder their wives. I've seen women that do it, but yeah, it's it's usually men. And I think that... I mean, yeah, I've seen women do it too, but typically, typically it's men. And like, if you think about it, like, like more often than not, like men are a little bit... It's a... They're pretty aggressive. It's a typical. It's a typical. Well, not typical. It's a. It's okay. You can if say you, it. <laughs> no, I'm. Just, yeah, I'm not gonna go there. If you, <laughs> if you can choose who to date, don't date a man. Um, what well, I'm trying to say is, if you get to a point in your relationship with anybody, literally anybody, and the, the problem with those type of people that are extremely toxic that are literally only in it for themselves they are manipulators and what they do is they will they give you the world they give you attention they give you what they want to kind of reel you in but at the point when they get you there then they're going to start giving you way less yeah, and no, then, it's a, that that's a tactic that a lot of abusers yeah, exactly. use, and like whether it's subconscious or 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 consciously, they do that. They'll give you all everything you would want in a relationship, and then they slowly start to break you down. So that way, uh, you know, when when they act a certain way, you crave the attention that they gave you beforehand. They give you bare minimum. Yeah. the The thing is with, you know, especially like abusive people. Amanda, or, Amanda. I, not e- what? Go get your fucking wine, you lush. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just this is an intense <laughs> conversation. Go, go, go. The thing that um what I want to say is that it's really, really hard when you feel that you are literally connected to that person to where you can't leave them. And I, I want to get that out. I'm not trying to say that I think that in any way, shape or form that it is easy to leave an abusive relationship or that, that, you know, that it's easy to cut out someone like a, you know, like a parent, um, that is toxic or anything like that at all. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not one to preach. 
when it comes to that kind of stuff. What I am trying to say is that if you can try to get the support that you need when you feel that it is time to cut someone out so that you can feel that nudge in your back or so that you feel at least that you don't have to go back because I think I want to I want to read this um, comment out loud that I um, read from someone who is in a relationship and they know that it is a very toxic relationship. They know it's a very toxic relationship and they know actually just matter of factly that they should be leaving that relationship. But I felt like this just worded it so perfectly because a lot of these, like I said, a lot of the times people like that are just master manipulators. They know exactly what to do to keep you coming back yeah. or to reel you back in. Right. Um, to literally have you dangling by, you know, a, a thread. thread, but just, you know, leaving you hanging there. They're stringing you along. So um, what this person said was, um, I think the thing I struggle with the most is the inability to leave the relationship knowing full well I should. I think that it's trauma bonding, and I can say that it makes me feel weak-minded, even though they say it can happen to anyone. The more weak-minded and stupid you feel, the more you feel as though you're lucky to have someone, even if they do treat you like garbage. It is a vicious cycle, and I hate it more than anything and wish someone could understand that. Now, I think that that words it perfectly because even when you are in that relationship, it is so fucking hard to look outside of that bubble that you are, that they are literally keeping you in. It's like, I know know this sounds weird, but it's almost like they are a cult. (laughs) It's like, it's like they think themselves like a cult leader, you know, they like keep you from people that are supportive. They make you feel bad um you know they they start to to give you i don't know like anxiety so that way you know you you sort of you have like this it's like a sick mind cycle that keep that keeps you with them and like keeps you wanting their attention um and you know if you do certain things they're going to get upset so you avoid those certain things because you want to maintain like the happiness that they could provide when they're happy um and I'm not saying that, you know, it is a, it, that they are a cult. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, they're very similar to, like, how cult leaders are with people in their, you know, circle. It, it, it's true. And a lot of the times they're very charismatic. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times they, you know, know exactly what to say to well, when you're vulnerable, you to the point where you're stuck with them. Yeah. Like, they, I feel like they can suss out. That's another thing that I saw about toxic friendships and relationships is that normally and this is this isn't for everyone i'm sure just regular old people oh my gosh i saw i don't know if you saw that but like there was a huge there was a huge no you didn't there was a huge owl that just like flew past my window what? I was going to ask, how do you think I saw that? I thought I thought maybe you saw it like, you know, the window's right here, but like, oh man, okay, anyways. The window's literally on the other side of the room that the camera's not showing. 
there was a huge i don't even know what it was it looked like an owl or it could have been something else but it was huge and white and it just like flew fucking okay anyways anyways no i did not see the owl but right, owl. fucking whoa uh if you are waiting for a sign you guys if you are listening to this we, and you are like i just need a fucking sign let just i need a fucking sign that was your sign that, that was, <laughs> it was it. a big ass fucking white owl that flew it was huge and it just like had it almost looked like it was so huge i don't know if it was an owl or if that's just like what my brain thought but there was huge wings and it just like flew past my window anyway it was a huge bird influence. of some kind but anyways um it's a bird it's a plane it was a toxic motherfucker that i just <laughs> kicked the fuck out of my house no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is that one what is that song by i don't think it's mariah Co- who is it it's like uh uh I'm gonna find it. She's like, I'll take, take away my what? key. My key, I take my key. What is that song from? No idea what you're talking about. Anyways, um, okay. So what I what I was reading was that people that tend to you know be become entangled with these kind of toxic individuals is that they are people pleasers, as well as people that are uh, vulnerable to that kind of like they're like vulnerable to that kind of behavior so for example if you've been abused before in your past um sometimes like you will fall into those same behaviors like if someone's been very uh what is it dominant towards you and uh they made you feel like you had to adhere to everything that they would say and or do um, so, yeah. so that's like, it's like a comfortable situation for you, even though, even though in your head, you're like, okay, this probably isn't the right thing. It like becomes comfortable for you because it's like a familiar sort of behavior. And so those kinds of people typically, so if you, so if you know you're a people pleaser, that's something that you're aware of just by just that sentence that you are a people pleaser, people pleasing, um, you should be susceptible or you you could be susceptible to people uh, manipulating you and um, being kind of like those toxic kind of people that you would want to avoid. Yeah. I also think that um, it's also a known or not a known thing, but it is if you are used to, and I think that that is also number one, this is also a reason why a lot of people say that if you get out of a relationship with a toxic person, mm-hmm. with an abusive person, or, um, you know, or, or, or friendships, whatever. But if you have had a relationship with somebody who is toxic, they say to wait to make sure that you are completely healed from it, you know, to make sure that you are strong enough to set healthy boundaries, to make sure that, you know, that person literally does respect you and you're not going to start looking towards yourself of you know why why is this person acting that way what am i doing to make them act that way um a thing that a lot of people go through is if you have gone through a toxic relationship abusive relationship um or just a traumatic childhood later on you are going to get into a position that makes you feel the most comfortable what makes you feel the most comfortable what you're used to yeah So a toxic or abusive environment, again, you are literally going to just look for things that are going to 
um, give you that adrenaline. Yeah. And that's why they say, you know, make sure that you are completely healed. And I think that that's like the number one thing is like, make sure that you, it's it literally, I'm sorry, but literally it just comes down to like self-love and respect. It does. And, that's... and what you will, yeah, like what, what you will, I'm not going to say even like tolerate, but it is what, what are you looking for? in a friendship what are you looking for in a relationship any kind of relationship Andrew knew exactly and... hold on one second <laughs> Andrew knew exactly I love him this is why I love him so much <laughs> you should have seen your face just now why I don't know it's it, like you had your eyes squinted you are like this Mm. I can't hear anything. Microphone picked it up, and maybe also the fact that I didn't uh, sing it correctly. But anyways, like this is why this is this is this is why I'm gonna be marrying this boy it's because he he knows me so well. Um, I will survive. I said I said what's that breakup song about some uh, something about should have taken back the key their key cry face and Andrew just replied I will I will survive. He knew exactly who I was talking about. Of course he knew exactly what you were talking about. Anyways. That boy like knows music. I do think that it's just it comes down to like self-love, self-respect. And um you know, when it comes to anything like for, like make sure that it's okay to stand up for yourself. It is okay to make sure that other people are going to treat you with the respect that you deserve and that you will also show them yeah but that's like that's how a relationship a friendship should be and i feel like if i feel like typically a friendship when it's good and in a relationship you're putting in the exact same amount of energy you know and you're getting back what um what you put out so like if you're being affectionate and loving and you're saying you know things that like are heartfelt and you're getting that back of course you of course you want to keep that person in in your life but if you're giving and giving and giving and that person's just making you feel shitty um you know and and the thing is the problem with like master master manipulators is that sometimes they can be shitty and they do it in a way that almost makes you feel like you're the problem so that's the that's really what the key is like understanding and seeing so like 
you know, what Amanda first said, what you first said in, in this is, is like, how do they make you feel? Do they make you feel like you're physically drained? You know, how do you feel after being with that person? Like, do you feel exhausted? Do you feel like you want to crawl into a ball and just like fucking die? Because if that's the case, get that person out of your life. And this is the PSA that Amanda and I want to give you today is just, you know, if anybody feels if anybody makes you feel that way, then you should just end that relationship. However, you murder them. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> no, please do not commit any murders. <laughs> please, <laughs> please. We're not condoning any of that. Um, <clears throat> we are literally trying to prevent you from being murdered by a potential person that could be very toxic in your, in yeah. your life. Um, and if they also, if you are also like questioning your own sanity, yeah, it is time to knock on, it is okay to yeah. reach out. If you get to a point where you're like, God, I don't want to tell my mom <laughs> what my friend did. Yeah. If it starts there already, you're like, I don't want to tell. I don't even um, want anybody my to know. friends mm-hmm. what my significant other did. I don't want, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to tell them like I'm ashamed Number one, that's like that that biggest red flag right there is the biggest red flag. Mm-hmm. If you start to feel like it, you're maybe like, am I crazy? Like they're telling me that I am over exaggerating or I heard it wrong. Right. Go to someone and, and ask them what they think. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, you're not crazy. No, you, you're not. And and more often than not, if you're the person wondering about the relationship, if you're the one saying, hey, this probably isn't healthy for me then you're on the opposite end and you need to you need to end that relationship um hopefully amanda and i gave you enough today uh to if you no sorry go ahead no no it's okay um i just feel like i'm hoping that like we gave them enough to uh recognize you know kind of toxic behaviors i don't know if there's you know, I was looking online to see if like there's any like specific sentences that toxic people will say, will say. And usually what I saw was just people that instead of um, hearing, you know, um, instead of hearing like why the person acted the way that they did, um, th- that person will literally just be like, well, you reacted this way and they'll focus on how you reacted but not why you reacted. They'll focus on yeah. why you did what you did and not the repercussions of, 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 you know, why they decided to act that way. And that's a very clear sign. Like, you know, I would always tell my ex, um, especially my ex, why, why do you think I reacted that way? Why do you think I said that? I didn't, you know, react that way because I just wanted to react that way. What happened before that? Look back into the conversation, look back into what happened and look at that and try to see that it's not just me. I'm not just the person making all these assumptions, making all these um, reactions. It's, it's, it's because of something. I'm not reacting to nothing, you know, it's not like it just, I just decided one day to be this way. You have to look at like the full picture. Yeah, like, is she insane or mm. is she just, or they, are they insane or are they just reacting? 
fucking going crazy because of your fucking bullshit. That's a that's one thing that you can. It's just the truth. Yeah, exactly. And like there, it kind of comes back to like these girls that I um, decided to block. You know, um, someone someone asked it. I like asked me like, well, why did you decide to block them? And it's like, well, I I decided because I know they did x y and z and i felt like they were doing x y and z and so therefore i blocked them and that was a personal choice and i feel like i feel like that was my way of getting rid of that energy and that should just be done it should just like there's nothing else that needs to be said after that you know um a reaction only happens because of something that happened before that you have to you have to think about what 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 were the actions before the reaction does that make sense i know i absolutely understand what you're trying to say like people will that's what i'm that's that's one of those things where they will say you're you know look look at you look at, look at how you're reacting look at you yeah and that's another thing that those type of people toxic people also kind of love especially when they're getting a over-the-top reaction out of you Yep. They thrive on that shit. Oh, no. My ex is the same way. Whenever I act any kind of way that's not like, okay, it's like, oh, my God, you're being so crazy right now. I can't, like, look at how crazy you're being. And it's like, well, what? Yeah. What? Why am I being that way? Oh, okay. Like, you're letting my five-year-old go to the park by herself? Like, maybe that's why? And that's, that's like, a, a thing that, you know, narcissists do. Um, they love that. And they, one of the biggest things that they say to do is to, um, what they call a, the gray rock method. And the gray rock method is to literally be a gray rock to them. Yeah. You, the, you, they can't toy with you then. Yeah. If you literally do not say anything, you don't respond, you don't react. You're just a wall. Yeah. You're just, you're just a wall that just says, uh-huh, no. Yes. No, that's it. You only react to them when you absolutely need to. And that is it. And like absolutely no emotion. They will get bored with you and eventually leave you alone. I I agree with that. And while like, I'm sorry to like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to um, disagree with what you're saying. Cause like, I believe you and I, and I feel that, but like, (sighs) But, like, for example, my ex, I have to deal with him on a daily basis sometimes. Um, And he's not someone that I can just get rid of. I can't just block his number and be done with it. He's someone that has my daughter in his... Fucking wish you could. I wish wish the same. Um, This is someone that, like, you know, that I I don't trust and I need to be in communication with um, because of the safety of my daughter. And uh, if... If I were to do that, then, you know, he would never see his wrongdoings. So it's it's a it's a it's a balance. I I, I think that's another conversation. That's another conversation for another day. This this specific episode is for people that you can block out of your life and you you don't have to deal with them ever again in your life. You can just be like, no, hey, you're done. You can. Um, but unfortunately, there are people in our lives that. Uh, we unfortunately need to maintain some kind of quote-unquote relationship. Um, for me, it's a co-parenting relationship. And again, 
another conversation for another day. Because I do think that that a lot of people don't, that's what I'm saying though. I think that a lot of people don't think that they can cut toxic people out of their life because toxic people, did I say toxic? Cock. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, guys. I've literally had one drink. Um, (laughs) I'm over here like three drinks deep. I'm like, keep going. Oh my God. I never drink. I think that, um, a lot of people are just like, yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't know how to do it or I don't dare to do it because like, how do I do that then? Because I see that person or I have to be around that person. How are they going to react? How are they? There is always a way. And, um, I want to, one of the things that I wanted to say is that's why I said, make sure that you have, or not make sure, but try to have somebody that you can lean on. Try to have somebody that can, um, give you that support that you need yeah and and no matter what like if you have to be around them afterwards or not after you cut them out of your life yeah um you have a a shit ton of things online you can always hit us up but definitely you do have i did want to say that um there are a couple people that i follow on um tiktok that have a lot about um number one this one person has a shit ton about toxic people it's mostly just um toxic people and how to cut them out of your life or at least how to (sighs) try to go with little to no contacts also about people who you know co-parent how to do that with somebody who is toxic and that person is matt pfeiffer coaching so it's m-a-t-t-p-h-i-f-e-r-c-o-a-c-h-i-n-g and um he's like a licensed therapist he does uh tiktok he also has a podcast and i'm horrible i think it's the same Uh oh i think it might be the same podcast i've listened to it before and i don't remember what it's it's name but i'll I'll try to find it um and then you can put it maybe at the bottom and then there's another one and um she so he's kind of funny but he's mostly serious and then there's another person who uh does it on tiktok and it's just little things they kind of like you know kind of like therapy about how to get rid of toxic people but she's hilarious and she also does other things and that's Corey x gabrielle and that's C-O-R-I and then X and then G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E. And that's TikTok. If you want to go on Instagram, you have um, at Breaking Up With Toxic. And that's just a really good Instagram to go to kind of like, you know, they, they give you little tips and hints um, on like how to see a toxic person and um you know how to not spot uh, not see i mean spot a toxic person what they do and like how to cut ties with them and also just like the support that you need afterwards so yeah those are good ones to look up yeah and amanda and i will also link a an article that i found it was just like a basic um you know step-by-step guide of breaking up with someone that we're not just breaking up like um, ending a relationship with someone that's toxic and like the steps that you can go through through that 
Um, and if you have any questions or if you need support, like Amanda and I are here, we've definitely done it. Um, Amanda, are you saying you want to do a, are you trying to do a, uh, oh yeah, at the end. Yeah. Amanda wants to pull a card for us, an Oracle card from her amazing, I'm so excited for this, um, for her, from her amazing, uh, witchy deck. Okay. Are you going to do, how many piles are you going to do? I'm so excited. How many piles? Yeah, how many piles? No, we need to complete piles. How many? How many? Uh, how many cards are you gonna pull for tonight or today? You want me to do? Oh, well, the first one already fell out. Mm-hmm. Is that number one? Really quick. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna do three. Okay. The first. Um, the first one apparently really needed to come out. <laughs> Whoever po- chose yeah, pile one. Like... I was reading about that. Like, um, they're called something cards jumper cards they're called jumper cards so if you chose pile one then uh you really needed to know the information that's going to be in pile one i want to choose pile three because i just you know how i am <laughs> this is how how melanie is do you do that do you like do numbers i get uh, it depends like sometimes like sometimes i'm drawn like it depends on who i'm reading from or or who i'm listening to so for example uh charmed intuition on youtube who is amazing she will sometimes have specific like setups um so if she has like a charm or thing that i'm like drawn to i'll pick that Typically, I end up going with a third group, not just because I I am drawn to the number three, but also because um, also because like sometimes like that, I don't know why. Like when I visualize it, like sometimes three is like the one that I go towards. But for today, I definitely like I knew that pile one was something that like you know I needed for today. Because that th- that like flew out, but I'm like, no, I still need to pick pile three. Like inside, I'm like, I need to pick pile three. For so, real? Yeah. Sometimes it just happens. Like I, like my soul number is three. So like everyone has a path number and everybody has a soul number, and so my soul number is three. Um, and I'll try to link the app that I use for that. So if you're ever wondering like what your what your path number is or what your soul number is, I typically end up going towards number three because that's like my favorite number and it's the number that I just jive with. And also it just felt very um, like, for example, like when I listen to Teacup Tarot, I end up always picking number two. I feel very connected to two when I chat with that one or if I'm like listening to her videos number two piles always come up but typically it's a three i have like horribly that i look too much towards the stones that are with it oh yeah no i definitely in the same way looking at the stones so much amanda try to focus no no it's like whatever you're drawn to and sometimes it's sometimes it's multiple sometimes you will feel very drawn to pile one because of whatever reason and then sometimes you're drawn to pile four for whatever reason and i feel like it's because because whatever message is in pile one um you need and then whatever message you need in pile four you need so if you're ever doing a pick a card reading on YouTube, you know, just follow that gut instinct. Yeah, I I definitely I remember like going through the first time with you and being like, I'm really, really, really like 
drawn to this but then I'm also really 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 drawn to that one and yeah like just do both yeah like and then not? I was like oh shit yeah yeah that's why <laughs> no and and the cool thing about like well the cool thing and also kind of like the negative thing about YouTube videos is when you're doing a reading um especially like an in-depth reading on YouTube typically it's for a collective so it's like multiple people are viewing that viewing that video and sometimes sometimes there's a message in there for someone that's not going to view that video until like three like years after that video is posted so that person three years after is going to look at that video and go oh my god I needed this information um so it just depends like and I feel bad for people that are you know uh card readers and I should I shouldn't say card reader tarot and oracle readers because um, they put this content out and like people are like, I don't resonate with that. And it's like, well, it's for collective. So sometimes it can be for you and sometimes it can be for other people that are also watching this. I have, so I'm pulling actually um, from. I'm so excited I'm right now. I'm so, you don't even understand. I'm like so excited <laughs> for this. I love this Oracle deck. I can't wait. This Oracle deck is so fucking awesome for real. Cause I'm going to do like the short version of uh, the cards kind yeah. of like, you know, in, in short, like what they mean. But um, especially if you are, um, you know, into witchcraft, into witchcraft or Wiccan or um, this, this deck is just awesome. Like yeah. it goes into literal details at points. It's really cool. It's really cool. And I just got the Viking Oracle deck. Can and you, I, oh, I'm so in love with it, and I'm like trying my hardest. You should just post something from that on our on our Instagram, just because how cool that would be. Yeah, I should. The Viking deck is so fucking awesome. I can't wait until I um I'll I'll do that like some other time when I know the deck better. But it really is a nice deck. Um. So the very first card um is staff and stability. And what it talks about is actually um, the fact that you feel at the moment maybe that somebody has kind of knocked you out of balance and you need to get back into that balance. What it's saying is like you have it in you um, to feel, how do you say that, um, like put you know put into your core to like stand straight stand tall yeah stand up for your beliefs um and someone's it's just temporary yeah exactly so think about like how you need to have like a staff like how somebody would have like a walking cane to um find their balance again it's all it's telling you is that it's just temporary that this it's like a little tiny setback and um you know you'll you're you're on track it's just a tiny setback. Just keep going. You will get there. You will get back to balance. Yeah. Um, it also talks about um, the fact that you have come such a long way. So you kind of feel like you're just constantly having to take another step and take another step. But they're saying don't give up because you're almost there. And um, And it also talks about the fact of people trying to knock you off balance with um them kind of and it, it kind of made me laugh why you you said like oh the first card and then the third because you'll understand why in a minute but 
and the first one talks about how people uh, talk uh, or how people are and can talk or treat you in your beliefs and um, in your truth. So like how you are, who you are as a person yeah. and how you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how you, you know, bring that out yeah. and how people can react to that. So um, pretty much it's just um, talking about the fact that you might feel a little bit of out of balance right now. But <clears throat> to just keep going because you are there and um, you're you're almost there and you know yeah stick to what you believe in your truth yeah exactly and then number two is um and this is such I hate the fact that I got this card because it's so hard to pronounce it's um what let me see look nas look nas Look, uh, it's Nassad. It's such a hard thing to spell or to pronounce. It looks See like that? La Nashad. I don't know, the, but the, yeah, ahead. it's prosperity, and um, it talks about planting your seeds and um, having them grow into abundance. So um, it says um, that what you have, you have to post this for... today. You have to post this like today. Oh my or god, tomorrow. my lighting is so horribly I mean, bad it's though. Okay. Like at night. Oh, I'll do it I'll tomorrow try. morning then. Do it tomorrow morning before I post the or after I post this because I'm going to edit. Tonight. Okay. Okie dokie. So um, it talks about um, you know like planting your seeds and what you really really want so it talks about your hard work what you are working towards your goals and it says pretty much that um you know what you've been working towards your hard work is going to be rewarded and uh you know don't give up that um you know try to keep a positive attitude and um that you are going to reap what you sow so your goal is coming and it's almost there it talks about prosperity and they mean prosperity, not in, you know, like a worldly wealthy way, but just saying like what you have been working for, doesn't matter what that, that is, could be anything. Um, it is just around the corner. And so, um, you are going to be rewarded very quickly. Yeah. And then the last one is the watchtower of the South. And that um, is summer. And I am going to have to look that one up really quick. I hope you don't mind too much. I don't mind at all. I just love but you so I want to make sure that I have this one um, perfectly well. Because the watchtowers are... There's multiple. Yeah, see. Okay, so the Watchtower of the Summer, this is actually kind of a thing that um, um, talks about. It's more like, how shall I put it? It's it's more about you are what you have, what you've been, what you have worked towards is already here. This is what, this is your reward. What you... Um, have been wanting what you have wanted for so long it's here now and you can you know 
just sit back and enjoy. But it's also saying because you have what you want, because you what you you know you have what you got. You're sitting literally in the sun. You're you're um, you know you're you're drawing in all of that. You're drawing in the warmth and you're drawing in the um, the, the rewards that you're also in perfect at a perfect spot to manifest um, everything else because you already feel like you've gotten what you want. I so it's kind of like so a, you already took the first step. And so now it's like little tiny baby steps because you're not having to do much to get anything that you want at this moment. You're just attracting it. You're literally just attracting everything that you want because you already got it. So you're like, yeah, you're like in the moment, I'm that boss ass bitch. And <laughs> the rest is just coming to me. Like it's yes. just flowing. I'm so proud so of you. Much- I'm so proud of like the way that you r- read too. Just like, it's so nice. I, I wanted to make sure that I had, cause it made me laugh because this one actually says like romance, um, is, um, rekindled because I, I was like oh that's weird but it says new passion is bre- is breathed into your now relationship so it's like a new thing and I was like oh that's funny for Melanie <laughs> <laughs> you know like uh, and then it said like oh you know it's like oh like you like how you you know you got can, what you want and you're, the, you're there can like, I see the card again yeah this one yeah the a- Watchtower of the Summer. Mm-hmm. That was the third one, right? Yeah, this is the third one. Can you can you go down a little bit? Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Isn't it cute? It's so amazing. I know, I love this. But I'll I'll send you um yeah send me I'll a send picture. you the thing and then also take but pictures like, tomorrow oh. because like oh my gosh like those I just love that deck so much like every time I see Charmed Intuition use it I'm like oh my god I need to buy that deck. I know. I love this deck. Like I'm, I'm super happy with that, it. That's what I've been doing at night lately. I've been, I've been, I think I told you this last time, like I've been watching like, um, pick a card readings. And then lately I've been watching this very specific person do ASMR tarot readings and I fall asleep so quickly. And it's like, Oh, will you please send me that? Oh my I, God. Like, it's like, it's like, she just like kisses you to sleep. She's like, And it's like the best feeling. I'm like, yes, tell me that tomorrow is going to be the best. She's so good. She's amazing. Like, uh, I'm going to count to 10 and you're going to fall asleep. 10. You're going to feel so amazing in the morning. Nine. You're going to make the best breakfast for yourself. Eight. The orgasm (laughs) that you're going to have in the morning is going to be the best that you've ever had in the whole world and you're just gonna go to sleep going yeah and then you fall asleep it's amazing i absolutely like i'll I'll link i'm gonna link all of it i'm gonna link all of it all of it because our our fucking whoever is listening to our fucking podcast like you need this if you're here listening to amanda and i just like drink ourselves silly and talk shit about whatever like you need to like you need to have these links because they're important 
they're good for you. So I'm going to link you mm-hmm. to this because you will fall asleep feeling empowered and loved. And like this lady just makes you feel so good about who you are as a person. And also just like your whole body will tinkle. Like my, my neck, you know, like ASMR is like, and they're always like, oh my God, like it makes the hairs on your, on the back of your neck stand on end. Like she gives me shivers from my neck to my toes like that's how she feels and i'm like i want to be like that i want that's give- really good i have some porn sites that will do that to you too <laughs> do you need it like <laughs> the ones that i just keep going back to i'm just kidding L- link our followers fault link our followers <laughs> amanda all right. Oh, shit. Okay, 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 okay. No, okay. Um, uh, Amanda, can yeah. you tell us um can you can you tell us about where where people would go to follow us? Yes. Um that's um let's see. Instagram <laughs> is at trauma and laughs pod and Twitter is trauma and laughs. Mm-hmm. Is that good? No, that's fine. You Twitter. did it. I suck. At you Twitter. did it. No, no, no. It's okay. I haven't actually okay. done anything. Like last, the last podcast, I was like, I'm gonna be more active, but then I like posted one thing. So I'm gonna try. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps, girl. Baby, Baby steps. steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you um, guys liked our bullshit, um, please um, email us. Like email us yeah, something. We just want to like, just email us. I would rather you email us and be like, you guys, I fucking just, I think that, be friends you know, with us. Melanie is, so, yeah, I want, I want you to be like, Melanie is one of those bitches that, that I hate. Like, I just want to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> That's my line. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's just... We're so funny. <laughs> please just sorry uh like rate review subscribe blah 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 all that good shit we um, really appreciate really it nice we don't really expect really a do. lot of people to listen to our podcast but i'm always pleasantly surprised um at the amount of people that actually do listen to our episodes so like thank you guys so much um it means a lot to us uh, amanda and i do really want to become more active on our podcast it's just it really does help when people are into it so um so yeah if you guys ever have like shit. yeah exactly talk shit like oh wait what what did you say what no <laughs> send us send us an email let us know like what you want us to talk about um you know clearly amanda and i are both very into like witchy stuff and we understand that witchy stuff is very on trend right now um unfortunately amanda i don't want our podcast to only be witchcraft related so you know if you send us an email if you Send us a, a message on Instagram. We will definitely talk about any topic that you are interested in. Um, Amanda and I are definitely going to be doing an episode very soon about uh, true crime. We're both super into true crime. So, like, I can't wait for that episode. Um, I just felt like after the last couple of weeks, this particular issue and topic was uh very necessary um i feel like also a asked for episode did you see did you see how many people like replied that they definitely had to cut toxic people out like at least 10 people were like hey like this happened and i think you know the biggest thing 
the biggest takeaway from this episode is that it's okay to cut someone out of your life if they're not good for you. You It's not making you a bad person. You are okay to protect your energy and protect your mental well-being, emotional well-being. It's allowed. Exactly. That is exactly how I feel about it. And like when, you know, when I think about it, like as a whole, it is about your energy. Like, you know, you bring people in that you appreciate, bring people in that make you feel better. And when you have people around you that don't want that or are trying to bring you down to stifle you, you don't need to feel guilty about that. You know, do what is best for you. Um, Be with people, be around people that only want to lift you up, that only want to carry you to the top. Like, if you're going to look at yourself as like, hey, I'm this like fucking ridiculously amazing bitch and I deserve to be on the top of everything like your friends should be like hell yeah bitch and like you should be the same for them like go at it like get it girl like those are your (laughs) friends those are the people that you need to have around you if they're not like that like fucking sweep them out like the dust I'm (laughs) serious exactly like I tell my you know I tell my kids and um, other people also, like you will find your tribe. Yeah. Trust me. There and you, is no, and you will. I know you might be like, oh, I'm never going to be. Trust me. The, the it minute, doesn't matter how fucking weird okay. you are or how. Listen, listen. Whatever. For example, I never thought like when people say like, oh, you make room for new. Like you make room for new energy. I was like, oh, that makes sense, I guess. But as soon as I, the day that I blocked those girls, I met a girl who is not only very similar to me as as a person, she also has a six-year-old boy. So she came over to my house, and we had a play date, and Kaylin and her son ran around our, like, you will bring in what you need in your life. As exactly. soon as you, re- if you release the negative energy that's filling up your bubble, like, let's just say, for example, like, like I know that this, Um, podcast is already going really long but let's just say for example if you have a bubble and you're only allowed to have so much space in your bubble and you know that some parts that are negative are green if you push those green parts out or those red parts out of your bubble they will be renewed with another color it could be the same color and they will give you different energies and like that's what happened like I got rid of all these people in my life that were just not helping me they were bringing me down um and what's funny is that they were from the same place they were from the exact same place that i found them but they are enriching my life in a different way this girl is amazing she's super nice she has a kid my exact daughter's age and like they're the exact same person. Like when this kid needed to go home, he was crying. He was like, he didn't want to go home. And I was like, oh my God, that's exactly how Caitlin would react. And I'm like, you guys need to come back again. And you'll see that in your life. Like if you just get rid of energy or people that don't deserve to be in your space, it will come back with more positive energy i feel like that's life life is always trying to give you the more positive energy if you want to keep negative energy in your life like you fucking do it but if you want positive energy get rid of the stuff that's making you feel bad and and that's what we're ending 
this episode. That is what on. we're ending with, bitches. That is what we're ending with. I'm like, where's the wine? Um, I need to eat because I haven't eaten, and all I've done is drunk. I've, I've, I've only ever, I've only been drinking alcohol at this point, so I need to eat something. You go grab something to eat. <laughs> I am also going to go grab a snack. Okay, I love and- you. Big hugs to your kids. I love them so much. <laughs> Both of your children. I I love, I love them. them. I also, love them so much. I will give them big, big, big hugs. Don't worry. And, um, if you talk to Kaylin, give her my love. Give I, her my love. Give her my love. Give her my love and big, big smooches. I will. Okay. You have a great, okay. a great night. Um, I'm gonna end this here. Bye, guys. Bye. I love you. It's, it's trauma